All righty, Roo. Let's start off this podcast, shall we? I don't know what accent that was. It was Australian. Was it British? We don't know. <laughs> whatever, whatever you want it to be. I was <laughs> leaning more for Australian, but I don't think. No, you I don't know what I'm saying. Were going towards <laughs> Australia, and you <gasps> missed it, mate. You missed it. I missed it, bruv. All right. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to a new episode of Foods, Dudes, and Moods, also known FDM, also known as FDM for the lazy fuckers out there, just like us. <laughs> um, today's episode. Oh, let me introduce myself. My name is Magda. Yeah, who the for, fuck are you? <laughs> short for Magdalena. And my co host here is Lisa, also known as Lisa. <laughs> Also known as Lizette from the Morning Gazette. I don't shorten my name because if you shorten my name, it would just be Lee's, which I don't like, or Lee, which I also don't like, unless it's, you know. Actually, no, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I don't. Um, like I don't have any nicknames. There's no nicknames. Also, okay, I have a question. Okay. Your name is Magdalena. Yep. Okay, but I pronounce it Magdalena. <laughs> is that wrong? No, I think you're pronouncing it the right way. I'm pronouncing oh. it like the English way. Oh, okay. I was like, I never, ever, ever, ever call you Magdalena. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Well, you're, you're saying it right, so good job. You deserve a sticker. Yay, me! So exciting! <laughs> Look at me go! Okay, but to get back to our topic, um, our topic today is catfishing. Um, we thought it'd be an interesting topic to talk about just because... Um, in general, dating has moved on to more of like an online platform, especially now during quarantine. You can't meet people in person. I mean, you probably can, but we don't. Um, so no. I guess one of the only ways you can meet people is online. On and the some- internet. Yeah, and something you have to be very vigilant of and careful of is that there are a shit ton of catfishes out there. There's a lot. Yeah. A lot. Have it's you ever catfished crazy. anybody? Like... To meet up with them? Yeah, but even just, like, posted photos of, like, you know that aren't really accurate of what you are. I mean, (laughs) some of the photos are not accurate to what I look like currently. Because, you know, quarantine made me eat a lot of pizza. So (laughs) (laughs) Quarantine made me do it. (laughs) My, like, top photo. Actually, it's kind of funny. I am online dating, as I'm sure I have mentioned many a times before this. Um, And a guy messaged me yesterday on Hinge. And... He was like, my roommate thinks you're really hot. Add him on Snapchat. And he like, so on Hinge, you like reply back to a specific photo. And the photo he replied back of, I was so tempted to be like, oh, honey, I don't look like that no more. My (laughs) waist is not that snatched no more. (laughs) (laughs) I never added him on Snapchat, by the way. I replied back with, I don't use Snapchat, but you can add me on Instagram under my same name. And then guess what? He unmatched me so guess what he was looking Aww. for just to send some unsolicited dick pics yes. and you didn't want those no i oh, actually got one last week at like 7 a.m from this guy i talked to i'm not joking or exaggerating three years ago oh god i didn't even know i still had him on snapchat i opened my snap and it was from this dude and i was like i wonder what this is and it was just like a converse, you know, like the blue, like the conversation one, not like a photo. And so I open it and boom, 
there's just a dick there. I was like, hello. Boom, so I, dick. I just responded back and I was like, this was an unpleasant thing to receive at 7 a.m. And he's like, oh, you didn't like it? And I was like, no. Who likes it? Nobody I, likes it. I don't I don't want that. And he's Nobody like, likes getting those. He went into like way more details of like, you know, of a sexual nature that nobody ever really wants. And I just replied back and I was like, what did you expect to happen from this? <laughs> I was like, don't you want to like wine and dine a girl? He's like, I would, but you're 3,000 miles away. Because guess what? He lives in fucking Scotland now. So, like, why are you sending this to me? I don't know. But what does he do after I tell him that I, I just, I don't want this in any kind of way? He sends me a video. Oh, God. A video. And I'm sure all my ladies out there know exactly what kind of video it is. So, <laughs> I mean, at least I know I wasn't being catfish because that was definitely a dude. Um, do you, do you feel like you're in love now? Have you fallen in love? I mean, I feel some emotions. Um, <laughs> neither of them or are love or um, being turned on in any kind of way. Um, it was more of a annoying disinterest that this is how my morning was going to start. Who <laughs> <laughs> doesn't like a nice wiener in the morning? I mean, nobody wants that unsolicited 7 a.m. wiener from Scotland. Okay, the Scots are not known for having good wieners. You oh, know? they're not? I Food. love Scotsman. Mm. Scottish why? boy? No. I mean, you can hide that under that kilt, just like swinging away. Just swinging it in. Swinging away like, from Lipa. Just swinging away from me. <laughs> but you know what? I wasn't interested when I talked to him in three years ago, and I definitely wasn't interested to his, uh, his, his dick, you know, at 7 a.m. I believe on Monday. So that was cool I blocked him because I was like you know what what is this gonna accomplish nothing so let's get this out of my life <laughs> also his name was Donald so <laughs> not exactly like an attractive name. name oh yeah Donald give it to me Donald oh, yes yeah, baby Donald, send me another video of your dick Donald like uh, <laughs> no stop Okay, um, Donald, we don't want any more dick pics, but uh, let me explain what a catfish is. So um, basically, cat a catfish or catfishing is someone who's like posing online as somebody else. So usually it's somebody who uses someone else's photos and names. They never use their real name. Um, create a fake profile, fake life, fake name, fake job, fake photos. Um, and basically they try to lure someone into a relationship whether it's for like romantic purposes, I've seen a lot of um, catfishing, catfishes trying to lure people out of money. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a lot for money. There's a lot for money. Um, also, this is pretty um, prevalent in our culture right away right now. That catfishing happens a lot. It happens so often because it's so easy to do. Yeah, it, think about it. It's so easy you just take a photo off some random person's instagram and you just make a new life for that photo you know so (laughs) last week i told a story about how i go around to homes and i make up a new life so i mean you can consider that catfishing technically (laughs) that is kind of a form i I wasn't trying to get anything out of it other than just curing my own boredom but some people do it to like get money or to like just be a predator or to murder 
or just because they're crazy. Yeah, so so what me and Lisa were thinking of doing is kind of combining two topics together because because online dating is so popular nowadays uh, and catfishing is so easy, we were thinking of discussing catfishing, um, but also putting a little twist on it and talking about stories of catfishing's gone wrong. Um, So catfishing that ends in murder. It's uh, it really depends on what side of the story you're on because it could be right. Con- catfishing gone right. If your your whole point was to get somebody murdered at the end, then you were successful. Ding ding ding! You're the winner. There you go. Ding ding wing. What is it? Ding, Maybe. Ding, ding, Maybe. Ding 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 winner. Ding 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 ding. Oh my god! Okay, I'm gonna give myself a headache if I keep doing that. Yeah, so so what we decided to do is to kind of talk about um, different stories that we thought were really interesting about catfishing gone wrong. So, Lisa, do you want to start us off? Yes, I do. Okay, so this story is a little bit about money, and it's a little bit about murder. It's a little bit of both. A little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. So, this is based out of Alaska. We stand Alaska. They got bears. It's cool. Sarah Palin is there. Facts. Bears kill. Literally. (laughs) What? TV commercials where they're talking about like the stuff at the drug at the drugstore, and it's like fact, and then it like gives a fact about like whatever it is, like Pepto Bismol or something. It's it's like it's like a drug commercial. But anyways, okay. So it's a case of catfishing in Alaska, which went crazy when the u.s prosecutors say led an 18 year old to murder her best friend can relate (laughs) Uh, i'm really glad we're not in the same room right now sometimes they drive you a little crazy okay so uh okay so it's about this 19 year old named cynthia hoffman and she was promised to get paid Nine million dollars. Ooh, get that coin, girl. Uh, to rape and murder someone in Alaska by a man that she met online. Oh, my God. Okay. The man identified as 21-year-old Darren Schmuller. <laughs> I can't pronounce his last name. Schill Miller. Schmuller. Told uh, this girl... That she needed to provide photographs and or videos of the murder and to send him if she wanted the money. So, ew. That's creepy. Why? Why is a 21-year-old doing this? Two, why is this girl like, you know what? This sounds great. Let me get on the board with this. This this is a good idea. This is where I want my life to go the right path. Fuck OnlyFans. Let me just kill this bitch and get $9 million. You know? You know what? It sounds sounds logical. Why not? You know, it sounds like a great time. So, here's the kicker. With the help of four friends, like, <laughs> um, she uh, coaxed her best friend um, on a hike on where she was ambushed, bound with duct tape, and shot once in the back of the head, execution style. Oh, However, God. I would just like to add in here, um, the four friends part, how do you approach four friends with be like, yo, what are you doing Thursday? Do you want to <laughs> commit a murder? Like, oh my God, yeah, that sounds friends? like so much fun. Well, four friends are like, you know what? That sounds like something I could get on board with. Yeah, that's crazy. How do you convince one person to be like, kill somebody for $9 million? 
And then they convince four more. Like, this is legitimately a pyramid scheme of murders. Like, what the fuck? So, police said that her body was thrown into the river. Obviously, because you don't just leave a body there. Yeah. Obviously. You gotta throw it into some kind of body of water nearby. So, it shows evidence that she was sending messages, including photos and videos of the incident incident through the duration of the event so through the whole thing she was just like sending like hey you wanted evidence like here you go dude that i've never met ever let me just send you some photos uh so she was obviously charged with first degree murder (laughs) um the other alleged victims or sorry the other alleged killers were a 19 year old a 16 year old and two youths so they must have been younger than 16 or else the news wouldn't have published it yeah um so like babies basically they were just thought it was a great idea let's just like help our friend kill somebody for some random person on the internet which i just think is ridiculous now the article that i read doesn't say anything about there being like a long relationship going up to this where like this guy like talked to her for a very long time there was no like relationship like no sexual aspect of it it literally just says he contacted her over the internet offered her nine million dollars to kill this person and she said yes oh my god literally oh my god everybody knows you get a little percentage up front before you do any job i feel like (laughs) yo man three million up front give me some money up front you get your three million dollars you get it cash run away and then you go to the police and be like yo this guy wants to give me six million dollars to kill somebody <laughs> oh my god i don't know why he's saying nine maybe he's dyslexic i don't know but so did uh okay i think i know the answer to this but did this girl ever get paid absolutely not oh my god jail is there is they there all went to jail <laughs> Did, uh, did by any chance the guy say or was it made public as to why this guy wanted this girl killed? No. Okay, no, it was just like random? Him? Well, yeah. Well, he told her to kill like her best friend and that was her best friend. Oh, God. There was no like specific like kill person. this person. Okay. Yeah. However, so this guy, he was posing as a guy named Tyler, a young hmm. millionaire who claimed to live in Kansas. That's a red flag right there. Yep. What the Nobody... millionaires living in Kansas? Also, millionaires don't really disclose that they're millionaires. Like, no. nobody's going around saying how much money they have if they have a lot of money. Yeah. And giving nobody's flexing that. Strangers in fucking Anchorage. Like, here's $9 million. Kill your friend. Like, why? It's so dumb. Uh, poor girl, too. Like, I mean, she was lured into this. Like, no. Oh, also, it says on here. does not look like anything like the young man he portrayed himself to look like he's not a millionaire and he lives in indiana yes because indiana sounds like a way better place for somebody who's like not a millionaire be like oh yeah that's believable this guy's not a millionaire he lives in indiana but if he was a millionaire he has to live in kansas like i'm sorry what oh god this is, yeah, that's such a dumb story. Like, I feel, I don't know if I feel bad for this girl. Cause I mean, she was young and she was like coerced into this. But then again, like, why, why wasn't she taught any common, common sense that if some person comes up to you, offering you a bunch of money that you've never met, you don't know who he is to kill murder your best friend. Why, why would you be okay with that? I don't know. I don't get it. Okay. But I have, t- I have two parts of this. 
So he was being he's being extradited to Alaska on a slew of offenses, obviously, because that's yeah. where the murder came up. Um, including child pornography charges, coercion, and enticement of a minor. Okay. So that's what he's gonna go to jail for. Okay, well I guess um that's... a bail memorandum later indicated that she had in fact not known she was being catfished until after the killing. Oh god. She didn't figure it out till after. How'd you not figure that out? Girl, use your brain. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is common sense. Like, I mean, common sense isn't so common, but like, come on, this is common sense. You don't murder people. You don't go around killing other people, especially your best friend. How do you really lack that much empathy that you, your best friend? I, I don't get it. Your best friend, and then you convince four other people, be like, yo, we should kill her because this random dude on the internet said we could get $9 million. But, and he from Kansas, so you know, He's it's legit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so man. there is my first example of people being dumb on the internet. Wow. And killing people for other people they'd never met on the internet. Like, you've got to think, these people live so far apart. So far apart. I don't even know how he got a hold of her. Like it doesn't it doesn't say like how they met or anything. Um, but this guy literally lives in Kansas and she lives in Anchorage. Mm-hmm. There's a whole fucking country between them. So Canada, uh, bad at geography. But so like, I don't yeah, I don't know when this happened, but like a big popular thing amongst younger um people was like the slender man. Yeah, would like tell you to kill people to or like usually someone who's close to you so that you can get into their like cult or whatever. I wonder if that had something to do with it because she was fairly young. Maybe. I remember hearing about that story, though, those two girls that like killed their classmate in the woods because Slenderman yeah. had told, told them, them to do to. it. Yeah. That thing, like, have you ever seen a photo of Slenderman? Like that yeah. freaks me out. Like there was I... a movie made about him. I can't watch it. Like, it freaks <laughs> me out. And, like, I like scary movies. Like, I like the, like, fear aspect and, like, the adrenaline that you get from it. I like really good scary movies. I don't like these shit ones. But, like, I cannot watch that. Just like I thought that, like, A Quiet Place was going to fuck me up, and it did. Oh, really? But, I like that movie. It It's really, really good, and I think that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> it scared me too badly. It's, I don't it's like a it. very, very good movie. Now there's a second one coming out. And I'm like, oh, I want to see very that. Kind of. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> let, let me share um, my first story that I found. I thought this one was pretty interesting. So this happened in 2006. Um, it's very popular if you follow um, true crime, especially like catfishing true crime. Um, but it's a double catfish story. Um, and oh, it happened. Two for one. And it happens to Thomas Montgomery. Have you ever heard of him? No. Okay. Anyways. So uh, there's this girl, Jessie. She used a platform called Pogo, um, which she used to post like provocative photos of herself. Sexy, sexy photos. Um, And she started to gain a lot of popularity. So a lot of men would like be messaging her. Anyways. Yeah. Hope she's getting paid. No, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, girl. <Yeah>. Ah. <laughs> so this this guy, Thomas Montgomery, um, decided to message her. He stated that he was an uh, 18-year-old Marine, uh, and he'd soon be called for duty in Iraq, which is why he wasn't able to meet her in person. Big red flag. Huh? Can you even be a Marine at 18? Yeah. 
Yeah, you can. Wait, did you say he was going to Afghanistan? Uh, Iraq. Iraq. Do they have Marines that go to Iraq? I have no idea. But that, yeah, that's... Marine, isn't Marines in the ocean? Yeah. Anyway, so that's what he stated. Um, he stated that obviously they couldn't see each other because he was going out for duty fairly soon here. <laughs> duty. duty. Um, <laughs> so they, they decided to start a romantic relationship and they would like send each other nude photos and all this stuff. Um, turns out that this man was not an 18-year-old Marine. He a was shocker. a 47-year-old old man um he was also married and had two kids and the photos that he would send to this 18 year old girl or actually i don't know how old she is the photos he would send to jesse um were actually of him when he was in his 20s so they're photos that are almost 30 years old so um i think that's another red flag it the quality of photo like you would be able to tell that this is not a fresh photo from 2006 is he a marine yeah, so he was actually a Marine. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, That's what I waited for. Was he a Marine? I'm yeah, so he was actually a Marine. Uh, so basically, he he um, was living out his life when he was younger. So he was a Marine. He was sending photos of himself, however, from like 30 years ago. Um, but anyways, his wife found out um, about their relationship because she found her thong in his house. Um, yeah, so they would actually send each other gifts and, and stuff like that and letters. Um, so the wife found out and she contacted Jesse and told her about it. Jesse, being the little vengeful bitch that she is, <laughs> was pretty angry and decided to um, go after Tommy's co-worker. Why? Yeah. I don't know. She decided to go after Tommy's coworker, uh, which made Tommy extremely angry. Um, he would send her, uh, he would send Jesse notes like stating stuff like Brian will pay in blood. And like he would get really jealous of this stuff. And obviously Jesse didn't take it seriously. Um, and then one day this guy, Brian, so Tommy's coworker was found dead shot in his car. Um, oh shit. Yeah. And it, it, turns out that Tommy was the one who shot him even though to this day he still maintains his innocence uh they were able to find the gun that killed Brian in Tommy's possession so um yeah so jealousy for Brian yeah he was just minding his own damn business I know so out of a fit of jealousy and rage he decided to kill this Brian guy um obviously police got involved so police went to Jesse's house and let her know what was happening and she's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't have an account on Pogo. I've never spoken to these men before. I have no idea what's going on. What? Um, yeah. And in the background, Jesse's mom starts crying. And um, yeah, it was like, that was me. <laughs> so it was Jesse's mom? It was Jesse's mom. Holy shit. Yeah. So a double catfish. So uh turns out that it was a double catfish i what's really gross though is that jesse's mom was using photos of her daughter and sending nude photos of her daughter to these guys fucked up isn't that so fucked up photos of her daughter i i don't know catfish she a real good catfish i guess she knows where to get her stuff um so yeah that's what made this case like really interesting it's a it's a double whammy um so Unfortunately, nothing happened to Jesse's mom because she didn't she didn't break any 
laws technically, but she was fully disowned. Like her husband divorced her. Her kids don't talk to her anymore. She has like, like she's fully disowned from the family. So she doesn't speak to them anymore. Um, go to jail? How do you right? go to jail? For technically, that? technically no laws were broken because yeah. She's sending I, naked photos of, of her daughter. I know, but her daughter was of age, I guess. I don't know. It was really fucked up. Um, Tommy did get 20 years in prison. He is currently serving his, his sentence in prison. Um, so basically when a reporter spoke to Tommy, he stated that he was really unhappy in his relationship. Uh, he also stated that the relationship he had with Jesse online felt more real than the relationship he had with his actual wife and kids, which is kind of sad. So I think this was just a midlife crisis. He wanted to be that person. So he created a persona of what he saw him as. Um, his wife also stated that she could see him losing reality. Like he really did think he was this 18 year old Marine. Um, and that was basically it. That's how it happened. Person got murdered and two people were exposed as catfishes. So you that's... gotta be careful kids. You don't know what's out there. That's crazy. Right? Apparently watch your mom. <laughs> watch Keep an eye on your mom. <laughs> Jesse's mom. Jesse's mom's out there. Yeah. It's not Stacy's mom. It's Jesse's mom. Jesse's mom has got it going on. Except this one didn't have she'll it going take on. take your photos and she'll sell them online. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, that was my first story. Okay. So we can go to my second story, which I think is crazy. I don't know if it's going to top Meg just double, but it's crazy. So it's about this woman. Her name is Janelle Potter. No relation to Harry Potter. Um, she thank, ha- thank you for clearing that up. I just wanted to clear that up. Clear the air just in case there's some confusion. <laughs> she catfished her own parents. <laughs> Why? We'll get into that. <laughs> so it's this, this girl, Janelle Potter, again, just to reiterate, no relation to Harry Potter. Um, in Tennessee, because all the crazy things happen there. No offense if you're listening from Tennessee. Mm. We stand. We've never been. <laughs> um, so in January of 2012, two killers crept into the home of 36-year-old Billy Payne and his 23-year-old fiance, Billy Jean Hayworth, through the unlocked back door. Billy also- Jean's <laughs> not my love. Well, she's not Billy's lover. Girl. Also, I love the fact that this guy, Billy, he was like, you know what? This bitch, Billy Jean, we got the same name. Let's get together. <laughs> because in this article, they literally, they're like, Billy and Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Can you imagine yelling out your own name during sex? Like, oh, yeah, ew. Billy. Yeah, Billy. Yes, yeah, Billy. Billy. <laughs> oh, God. Um, anyways, they died. <laughs> <laughs> They were killed in their own home. It's actually really sad. So, like, their neighbor, their neighbor found them. Um, They found Billy, the man. They found him lifeless in his bed. He had been uh, shot to his face and his throat had been cut. Oh, God. And then they found her body in the nursery. She'd been shot in the head and she was holding her seven-month-year-old son, which Aww. is really He was unharmed. Oh, okay. No children were killed in this story. Okay, that's good. We're happy here. Um. So, what happened is this man just down the street his name is buddy potter and his wife barbara lived with their 31 year old daughter janelle now janelle was a bit of a loner she always lived with her parents she never had a job 
never had a boyfriend. She didn't have a driver's license. She basically was just living life, living with her parents. Now, she was bullied throughout high school. She didn't have any friends. She was just apparently very nice and just very, very, very quiet. Some of that can be a red flag, just a little bit. What, why is she so quiet? What's going on in that brain of hers? So she be, in 2009, so three years before the murder, she became friends with some local folks, including Billy Payne, who, as we know, will die in three years. Uh-huh. Uh, apparently, he was a super nice guy who had time for everybody. Just cool dude. Became friends with Janelle. She quickly became infatuated with him. Then mm. we don't like mm. that word. Lustful. Um, so he started inviting Janelle out to group activities such as rock climbing and hiking. He set even set her up with his cousin, Jamie, and they became uh secretly dating. They secretly got together mm. behind her parents' backs at the age of 31. Oh my god. <laughs> um and then the following year, Billy began dating his future fiance Billy Jean and then things took a dark turn uh Janelle was obsessed with Billy obsessed he'd shown her some kindness invite her out to do things I mean like honestly though like what girl wouldn't be like well this guy might like me he's inviting me to come do things he's super nice like I can't blame her there mm-hmm. so she got really mad because of course and she accused the group of unfriending her on Facebook and bullying her. She told her parents that her new friends were threatening to rape her and that they were making constant prank phone calls and were driving past the house to intimidate her. So Janelle told her parents her friends were jealous of her because she was too pretty. Mm -hmm. Um, However, according to Billy, Billy Jean and their friends, it was Janelle who was harassing them. Obviously, this girl was really mad that her infatuation was dating a new girl and she was pretty pissed. Yeah. Um, so the parents, Buddy and Barbara, denied ever having any involvement in Billy and Billie Jean's murders, but when the police spoke to Jamie, which is the secret boyfriend, they cracked. And he said, is the CIA here? Dun, dun, dun. The CIA. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Janelle's secret boyfriend then told investigators that he and Buddy shot the couple after the CIA operative called Chris, listen to the air quotes, Told them to do it. Oy. Why would the CIA operative tell you to kill somebody? Why? Why? Red flags. Red flags everywhere. Oh um, when police raided the Potter's home, they found ripped up photos of Billy and Billie Jean. Many of them had the words like bitch scrawled across them. I wonder why. Um, they also found a bag, a bag of shredded emails in the back of Buddy's car. Um, and on the family computer, found hundreds of emails between Barbara, Jamie, and Chris, the CIA operative. Mm. Oh, Chris, why are you getting involved? Why? Had started emailing Barbara around the time Billy and Billie Jean got together. Suspicious. He told Barbara <laughs> he was an old high school friend of Janelle's and he was watching over her. The two got close and then Barbara started calling him son. Wow. Chris... Later told Barbara that Billy and Billie Jean planned to rape Janelle, who was a virgin, and then cut off her head. He told the worried mother the only way to stop them was to kill them first. This sounds legit. Very legitimate. 
through email from a CIA operative, only known as Chris. Oh, yeah. God. Okay, so Chris Janelle, Chris Janelle, um, got her parents to kill Billy and Billy. Yes. Oh, God. Okay. Barbara was hesitant, but then she decided she had to do whatever it took to protect her daughter. Of course, like a good mother would. Yeah. They wanted peace, is basically what she said. That's when Buddy and Jamie slipped into Billy and Billie Jean's home. Obviously, they were convicted of murder because they murdered somebody. Um, during their investigation, police discovered that the name of the character Chris was based on a man named Chris <laughs> to Jaden. <laughs> Why do I suck at last names? <laughs> A police officer from Delaware who had gone to high school with Janelle. So he was a legit person, not a CIA operative, just a policeman from Delaware who just happened to go to school with poor Janelle. He only vaguely remembered her, but apparently Janelle had been obsessed with Chris for years. Again, again with the obsessed, you know, red flag, red flag. Um, she she sounds like of, me. Yeah, I was just going to be like, it sounds a little Magdalene. <laughs> I don't get obsessed. I just fall in love very easily. I feel like I can quote that podcast when you're like, I'm obsessed with him. I <laughs> love him. Oh, God. Oh, God. The similarities. Yeah. It's scary. <laughs> Why do you remember at the beginning of the podcast when I was like, oh, yeah, she hates her best friend. She could kill her. Boom. There you go. My best friend, Psycho. <laughs> I can there you go. Apparently, according to Janelle, it's justified. <laughs> um, she used photos of Chris that she found online to create the, fa- the fake Facebook that she made to catfish her parents. So the emails came from a Facebook of this Chris, the CIA operative. It sounds very cia doesn't it? You know, very. contact you through Facebook. That seems official. Mm-hmm. Facebook and then email. How about we use Yahoo emails? You know, that sounds official. I have no it, idea. It does yeah. to me. <laughs> um, so basically, they killed these two very nice people, Billy and Billie Jean, just because Janelle didn't like that her obsession was seeing a new woman. That was the reason. So she catfished her own parents. Oh, As a CIA operative to kill because she didn't like that her obsession was seeing somebody. Oh my gosh, that's so sad. That's, that's scary. Fu- that's fucked up to me. Like, get out of your town in Tennessee. Go see the world, you know? Like, go meet new people. I'm sure there's another Billy out there. You just gotta go out there. There's how many people? There's like 8 billion people in the world. You don't think you're going to find another man? You will find another man. I can guarantee you if you go to the state over, there's another Billy. I couldn't tell you what state's beside Tennessee, but I bet you there's a Billy there. Hell yeah, there's Billies everywhere. There's probably a Billy in the next county. Why do I keep thinking of goats? Is there a Billy goat? Yeah, that's it's a type of goat. Oh, is it? Yeah. I'm like, why do I keep... Anytime you're saying Billy, I'm like, goat. Billy. Good. Billy, good. Can I blow your mind again? Oh, yeah, baby, you know, blow it. I'm gonna blow it. You know a goatee like on a man? Yeah, oh, is it because of the goat? Yeah, that I knew. Yeah. Okay, mind, mind. mind has not been blown, so... Uh, 
<laughs> Disappointed. Disappointing. That's sad. Is but that yeah, your, that's, that's, that's my your story. story. That's it. I thought it was crazy. It was like, we should go catfish her parents to kill somebody. I just don't understand the thought, the thought process. So basically, if she can't have Billy, no one can have Billy. I'm pretty sure that's the thought process. Because if you so badly want this man, killing him will not resolve the problem, right? Yeah, but she so- had a boyfriend. She had Jamie. Oi, oi, oi. She found another dude. And she convinced that dude to kill the first dude. Oh, man. This girl's way more popular than I am. I'm just she's saying. she's really good, she's man. She must be. Yeah, she must be really good with her words. She must be able to like really manipulate somebody very easily. It's all that time that she spent by herself. No oh, all right, all right, all right. I would like to share my second catfish story if you would be so inclined to listen. I could be inclined. <laughs> Okay, so the reason why I picked this story is because it hits very close to home because this happens in our city. In our city. In our city. So this is, this is the story of aspiring serial killer Mark Twitchell. Who the fuck in, who aspires to be a serial killer? Did he put that on his LinkedIn page? Yeah, probably. Aspiring serial killer. So this story begins with the aspiring serial killer um, posing online as a 24-year-old blonde lady. Was it me? Yeah. So he's a 24-year-old blonde lady on, um, I'm pretty sure this was all happening on Tinder. Anyways, he would message guys, um, try to get them into a relationship, which, uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He, um, He was successful in... I guess, coercing two men. So basically he sent, we'll start off with the first guy. He sent the first guy instructions on how to get into her house, technically his house. So um, he sent instructions basically stating that he needs to go through the garage to get in through the door that way. And that's the fastest way to get into the house. Is that not not a red flag that you're giving someone instructions on how to get into your house through the garage? Why can't you go through the front door or the or back door? Why don't door? you just meet in public? Ugh. Or the window. The window would be faster than going through two doors. So anyways, this first guy goes in through the garage. Um, and then all of a sudden he feels someone like bear hug attack him from the back. Um, so he gets hit on the back. Then basically put in like a chokehold. Um, and then as he like slowly turns around, he can see that this man in a mask is pointing a gun at the, at him. Um, so basically he started to panic. He's like, Oh shit, if I don't do something right now, I'm going to die. So he quickly grabs the gun, finds out that it's actually a plastic gun. So (laughs) wasn't even a real gun. Um, and then the serial killer starts to hit him with a baseball bat. Um, somehow he was able to get out from the from the garage and as he escaped from the garage two people were walking by walking their dogs so they were able to help him out a little bit um however so this is actually what the guy stated this is his quote he said i needed i knew i needed to go to the police but i was so ashamed about it of what had happened to me that i got duped by this man pretending to be a female so i never told them i just wanted to go home your pride is so big 
You were nearly murdered. And you're like, ooh, I can't tell the police because fragile masculinity. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, so so basically he he didn't tell the police. I think he was kind of traumatized, decided to just go home and forget this ever happened. However, he was um, watching the news. And four weeks later, he heard devastating news that a man had gone missing after being lured into the same garage. So, yeah. He, he stated that it, it sent shivers down his spine and um, that he knew that would have happened to him if he didn't escape. So, like, you know, his life basically flashed right between, right before his eyes. Not between, right between his eyes. eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's so, the Raven moment. Yeah, in the news, in the news post, um, the police officers entered the garage. They found... Uh, creepy combinations of knives, hunter, scissors, and a taser and handcuffs. Um, the cops also stated that they sprayed luminol all over the, the garage and it was just soaked in blood. There was blood everywhere. It was on the table, on the floor, on the walls. So the cops did think it was murder because this guy was missing. He he hasn't yet been, you know, they just, they just murdered. thought, you know, like, oh, there's all this blood. Maybe it's a murder. Yeah, so that, that's what they thought. However, this Mark Twitchell guy, his alibi was really good because he is a filmmaker. So he basically stated that he was filming a horror movie and um, all that blood and everything was just coming from the movie. And he wasn't, you know, it couldn't have been him who uh, committed the murder because he was out filming his horror movie at the time. When nobody um, tested the blood to see if it was human. I guess not yet. So basically okay. they kind of they kind of believed his alibi and kind of believed his statement until um police found a diary and the diary was called SK Confessions. Um oh, fuck, idiot. Yeah, so basically in his diary he wrote about all his murders and all the stuff that he did. So this was kind of his trophy of what he kept from the murders. Um he wrote it all down uh so what the cops said was that it was basically a detailed um, diary of all his thoughts and feelings while he was committing the crimes. What a fucking idiot. Isn't that crazy? Just like the worst serial killer. So also the police stated that at one point he talked about how he was laughing to himself as he was dissecting the body. Ew. Isn't that crazy? I don't like that. That freaks me out. Uh, what's even like, what's the creepiest part of this thing? was that Mark is actually a married man. He has kids, um, and he wanted to become a filmmaker. So basically he was living out his fantasies by actually doing what he wanted to like make his movies out of. Oh yeah. So that, that was basically the whole thing. So he was able to lure two guys that are known obviously we don't know if he's done anything else but two people he lured successfully one escaped one obviously died um he was charged for first degree murder and is spending a minimum of 25 years in prison here in our hometown only 25 years well minimum of 25 years well they're just gonna reassess at 25 i guess it depends yeah so like yeah, so he was uh, an aspiring filmmaker. He wanted to be a horror movie filmmaker. Um, however, he just ended up living out his fantasy and ended up becoming that ins- aspiring serial killer. Isn't that scary? 
That is scary. I don't like that. The only thing that brings me comfort in all of this is that he went after men. <laughs> yeah. With so safe. yeah, you definitely once, to... nobody wants to go after the women folk. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely have to be careful of uh, what's out there because yeah, he was posing as a 24 year old blonde woman, an attractive lady. And obviously you want love, you want attention and you fall for things like this. Men, if you're listening, this is why you don't go to people's houses. Actually, anybody, if you're listening, if you've never met this person, don't go to their house where they give you instructions on how to get in. Yeah, that's just don't really do it. Scary. It's very sad. in public. In the publica. Do you want to tell us your Reddit story? Yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's a little long, but it's good. Okay. I just, I need to take a drink. I need to wet my whistle first. Hold, please. Ew, that sounded so gross. Hmm. Why would you wet your own whistle? <laughs> it's what it's called. You wet uh, your whistle because you whistle from your mouth. Oh, okay. Get your mind out of the gutter, you nasty dish. <laughs> it's a very interesting story. It's a little bit long, and I'll try not to be too annoying with my inability to read. <laughs> Good luck. Thank you. It's called, I think someone I'm catfishing is a serial killer. This is available on Reddit under the subreddit No Sleep, posted by Phony Christie two years ago. Okay. This is part one. I have not read or found part two. However, part one freaks me out. I thought I would share it with the public because you can go and read it. So I will just read it to you in my lovely, annoying voice. Mm -hmm. All right. So yeah, I'm a catfish. I spend most of my days pretending to be other people, fake people, tricking people online into being my friends. And I love it. Most of all, I love doing all the boys' voices on the phone when my friends call. They always want to call. Every one of them has the same thought. If they'd call and that sweet, sensitive teen they'd been talking to answered, then that kid was real. They are all on to me to some degree, but all they want is to believe me so bad hang on to every piece of evidence they can find that I am who I say I am. But that's never actually true. I think they just want a friend. Same as I do. The reason I loved doing boys' voices was because I'd always have to think why they sounded the way that they did. Did poor Billy have a lisp? Did bad boy Nate smoke? Did Latino James have an accent? With girls, I'd use my own voice. Boring. Sometimes I'd give them closure. I can't juggle all of them at once. Sometimes that nice gay teen from Minnesota sends you one last melodramatic message before surgery, only to die on the table. Sometimes Helen just needs to move on with her life, quit her internet addiction, and get back to her art. But most of the time, I get bored, and I can't even be bothered for an excuse. I just stop posting, the whole network goes quiet, poor old kid on the other end doesn't even understand why his new internet friend, Clay, stopped messaging him, why everyone around Clay suddenly goes quiet. Most of them flail, sending increasingly desperate messages demanding attention. Sims are right for being so dull, so boring, for wasting my time. Richard, Dick, is never boring. Of all my friends, he's my favorite. He thinks my name is Christy. Every image he's ever seen of me is of a Finnish actress who, could, who should just keep her Instagram private. He thinks I'm a school teacher in Iowa. Richard always has something to say, and he loves me. Being loved is so easy. Most of them love me, but only some of them admit it. So few of them are emotionally developed enough to hide it well. 
I wouldn't have talked to them if they weren't. Dick is never afraid to express his emotions. Dick knows me so well, knows Christy so well, but knowing him, being close to him as her, it makes me want to be her, be Christy, the way he'd want me to be her if he knew who I really was. It makes it so that more of me goes into her than anyone else I've ever been. One of the best parts about having so many friends is they send you gifts. My friends are always so generous. I give them gifts too. Sometimes I order things new for them from my disability checks. Most time I send them other things from other friends send me and I didn't like them. Dick would send me things too. He always was so kind. Christy always was so thankful for his help. Those crayons he sent for her class, those valentines, those roses, and the trophies. That's the part where I love the most about Dick. How seriously wrong something is with him. It's never boring to talk to him to see how deep his brokenness goes. His sick fantasies of what he'll do to me when we meet. His opinions on women's bodies and death. His changing obsessions with dirt, bile, and battery fluid. It's intoxicating. It's more fun than I have with anyone else. But I know I should be afraid. Dick sends me Dick sends me these trophies. I didn't get why he called them that at first, but now I think I do. They're little trinkets, jewelry, scarves, and other pieces of clothing. High-end stuff, always used, always fashionable. Once he sent me a single high-heeled shoe. When I told him there was just one, he went silent for days. Another came in the mail, same make, same model, different size, and a different amount of wear on it. I think he's taking them from dead people. Three months ago, he sent me an article about a missing woman from his area, and she had on a red scarf, a beautiful red scarf. He was on one of his rants, this time about people who go missing, who run away from home, who leave their families. I told him how pretty the scarf looked. Three weeks later, I got one in the mail. Worn down by the elements, its color faded, but the same scarf. I think there's more to Dick than just the fantasy, and I don't know what to do. There's this other kind of way that this can end when my friends find me out and they get a look at who I really am. The first time it happened, it was my fault. I fucked up. I confessed. I sent a 19-year-old Jenny a picture of my real face. She called me an ugly lying whore. (laughs) Sometimes they find me. They rarely ever try to physically hurt me, and I've moved twice now. I know this is how it will end with Dick. I know I must put a stop to him, but I can't tell the police. I'm not exactly an innocent babe here. I need my friends, and I know if I tell the cops, they'll make it go all away. My friends are all I have. Please, I think this is the first time in years I've posted anything online as myself. Nothing I've done in years has ever felt so difficult. Please be my friends and help me. Oh, gosh. Ooh, I got chills. Isn't that scary? Oh, gosh, that's so scary. Like, can you imagine being, like, a catfisher? Like, obviously, like, whoever this person actually is has some issues. I mean, we all But this person, like found a serial killer and he's sending her evidence or them evidence this person evidence and that freaks me out oh that's so scary i wonder if he can just take it to like the police and maybe get like dna tested on it i don't know wow that's that's chilling it's freaky but i read this story earlier i came across it like i said on reddit and it freaked me out. It's only part one. So if you guys found this super interesting, let us know. And I can see if I can find part two to read on the next podcast. 
Um, but it freaked me out. Like, I'm going to be thinking about this forever. Like, I already think somebody had mentioned the other day about, like, if you're walking by someone, you see a guy, just let's say an example, a guy, he's very attractive. You're kind of looking at him, but he's got like something just like a little bit off about him. And like, it just flashes by your mind and you're like, I wonder if he's secretly a killer. But then you kind of dismiss it because, like, he's attractive and you're just like, you're like, nah. Like, that's, it could be anybody. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy, exactly. Mm-hmm. I wonder if anybody who ever met Ted Bundy ever had the inkling, like, there's something just off, you know? And if you think about all the people that you've met in your life that you're like, there's just something a little off. There's just, like, you get yeah. a little gut feeling or just a little tingle in your spine. You're like, something's just weird. And something's you just throw off. it off as, like, whatever. That person could be the next Ted Bundy. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Um, So obviously these are like extreme cases and like thankfully like people do get catfish, but not a lot of them turn into murder. (laughs) However, it does happen. So you do have to be careful, um, especially now with like online dating and everything. So I kind of have a few suggestions of um, how to prevent yourself from getting into situations like this and like prevent being catfished. Um, cause unfortunately it does happen. You, you gotta be careful. Um, so like one of the number one things that I always recommend is to do a reverse Google search. So you basically are able to search that person's photo and see, um, where the photo came from, if it is an original or if by any chance it is found on different platforms or different websites and stuff like that. It's pretty good. Um, if the person gives you their name, or their job or anything like feel free to google it a lot of stuff is now online you can find anybody through instagram or facebook or linkedin Um, you're able to find people very easily now so if you are not able to find this person anywhere um just keep an eye out yeah keep an eye out for that because you never know also when it comes to photos um if by any chance it's only photos of that person and they're like very model-ish photos like they're posed um chances are they are also fake like you should have photos with friends or other people um yeah just in general if they're all like model shots there could be something wrong with that right yeah especially if they're like I'm an engineer and all their photos are like perfectly modeled photos yeah like that's weird that, yeah, that's weird. Um, another thing is be careful of love bombing. I, I know What's love bombing. Yeah, I know it's it, it's a good feeling when someone shows you their appreciation and calls you nice things and calls you pretty. Uh, love bombing is someone who just like out of nowhere just comes at at you with like so much love, attention, affection. That's not normal. If after two days of talking to someone, they're already telling you that they love you. That's Mm-mm. not right. Be careful of love bombing. It it happens. Um, I guess also it's called love struck admirers. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I was like, what's just... love bombing? Is that like when you get like a yeah. piece of mail and it just like explodes and it just says love and glitter? <laughs> I wish no. Uh, so yeah, it's just basically people who come off very strong, like they don't know anything about you, and already they're like, "I love you. You're gorgeous. I can't wait to spend the rest of my life with you." It's like, okay, well, you don't know anything about me, so how is that possible? Be be careful of that. Usually, they're hiding something. 
Um, Also, another thing is tell your friends about it. Don't don't hide it. Don't be ashamed. Tell your friends that you've met someone online and you're going to go meet them or just in general how your relationship hasn't been going. Sometimes it's good to get a different perspective and, you know, get your friends to chime in and be like, no, you're being stupid. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. I also say, like, if you're going to meet somebody for the first time, um, like in public, just tell somebody where you're going. Tell someone where you're going Um, to go more on that. um, As we heard from one of our stories, do not meet people in their garage for the first time. No, don't Don't go to people's houses. Make it public. Go to a public place um, where there are people around. Um, and yeah, tell your friends where you're going. Give give your friends the address and like the time and location of where, where you're going to go and where you're going to be. You just pin so. your location too. You can do that too. Yeah. Um, also, when you're dating someone online, either do video, even video chat sometimes isn't accurate, but try to meet up with them sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Don't go like six months and then like, yeah. be like, we should meet. Don't no, as sooner than later, because the the more you wait, the more you're likely to develop a relationship that's maybe more like monetary, um, or could be fake, right? Just like the guy from one of my stories, Tommy, um, he just happened to be going away to Iraq on duty. Um, I'm not saying that it can't happen, but for the most part, like try to meet up sooner than later in a public place, just so you know you're not being catfished, um. Uh, another thing is use your common sense. If something is too good to be true, it usually is. If you have something in the pit of your stomach saying that something is not right, trust it. Trust your gut. It is not worth it. There are so many men and women out there that you can date. It is not worth forcing yourself into a relationship that just doesn't seem right. Like something's off. Yeah. Don't do it. Nobody is that desperate enough to get in a relationship that you're going to force yourself into something. If it doesn't feel right, don't do it. Don't do it. I get it. I get we live in a society right now where a lot of us are lonely and um, lack any kind of like attention or even like positive attention. I get it. It's so easy to fall into a relationship because you're, you're desperate. You want something. You want that love. However, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Trust your gut, stick to common sense. You will find someone eventually. I do believe there's someone there for everybody. You just, it might not be your time. You just got to wait for it. So be patient. Yeah, be patient. Um, And I think the last thing that I'm going to suggest is be honest with yourself. This one, this one's tough. It kind of plays in on the last top at the last point. I get it. Especially in quarantine, we're all, we're all lonely. We all need somebody but be honest with yourself. You know, if something just doesn't seem right, y- you got to be honest with yourself. Listen to the red flags. Look out for the red flags. Um, and if you just happen to see see a lot of them, do not dismiss them. Be honest with yourself and be honest with what you're seeing. It, 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 it'll guarantee your safety in the end. Also, you can report them. Yeah, if you think it's a fake profile, you can report it to whatever dating app it is or online, whatever, online profile place. Yeah, we got to be careful. We just don't know who's out there. We don't know who's catfishing. Just to throw this in there, if you're catfishing, 
don't don't it fucks just with people don't yeah it might be fun it might be exhilarating it might give you attention but you know what it's just not worth it you're fucking with somebody's life their yeah. ego their you don't know what'll happen to them after they find out that you aren't what they thought you were you yeah. could fuck somebody up for life it's just not worth it there Don't are many it. other ways that you can spend your time. If quarantine has taught us anything, we can get creative Hell as yeah. humans and things to do. Bake some banana bread. Do a puzzle. Start working out. Mm, that one is if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of things that you can do other than catfishing. Go outside. In the northern hemisphere, it's summertime. It's beautiful. Get some fresh air. Maybe you'll meet somebody in person. You know? You don't have to pretend. You know? Or if you're really that desperate to be another persona, pull a Lisa. Go to an open house. Make a new life for yourself. Do it for an hour and then leave. No yeah. Problem, no problem. Yeah, don't, don't fuck around with someone else's life. You don't know what people are going through. This could just push them over the edge. You don't know. Don't, don't do it. There's don't lots of other ways to have fun. Yeah. Exactly. I don't, I don't don't fuck around with someone's emotions. I don't think it's right. Okay. <laughs> well, guys, thank you for listening to our a little bit spooky episode of Food Suits Moods, also known as FTM, because we're fucking lazy. Uh, we really appreciate you listening to our podcast. This will be our, I don't know, seventh, eighth episode. I can't remember at this point, which probably a good sign for a podcast. If you can't remember what episode you're on, you means you're doing something good. Yay. Yay, us. Yay. Yay. If you want to engage with us more, you can come and check us out on Instagram at foods.dudes.moods. I got it right this time. Yay, me. Uh, please, also, if you can go on Apple Podcasts, if that's where you listen to us, and give us a rating and a review. We would love that. We love criticism. Please be nice. I'm sensitive. Um, <laughs> even just drop us stars, you know? We, we would love some more stars. Um, come and DM us if you have any scary or interesting uh, catfish stories. Also, if you guys want to hear part two of the scary story from Reddit, please let me know because I want to read part two. And I think it's interesting. So, Yay! Thanks for listening to us, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye, Bye guys. See you.